0: Welcome back to the Real Madrid podcast, where we round up all of the news, rumour, and speculation of the last week. And it's a week which finally delivered on one of the big names that has been an almost daily fixture in the medias in Spain for the best part of the last eight months, as Thibaut Courtois finally moved from Chelsea to Real Madrid. But it's been a long, drawn out process in this last week. So let's begin then by looking back at what's happened in Madrid over this last seven days. Well, the weekend began with Courtois still all over the media. His agent, Christophe Enrotti, was interviewed, saying, I've told Chelsea the best option for him is to go to Madrid. He wants to be near his family, he said. Well, now, not so very long ago, toward the end of the Zidane era, it was widely considered that Luca Modric's time was coming to a close and that it was time to start looking for replacements. But with the departure of Ronaldo and the inability to make any inroads with any of the big-name signings, uh, Modric's future was said to be firmly in Madrid, despite significant interest from the Premier League and, over the last couple of weeks, the emergence of interest from Inter Milan. Madrid, in particular Perez, was now standing firm, which it was said at the time, this is a week ago, suited Modric, who wanted to end his career in Madrid. But it hadn't stopped Luciano Spalletti saying that the club is doing everything possible to try and achieve this deal. I'm dreaming as much as the Inter fans. There are still days to go and this deal could still be done. As for Lopetegi, he was questioned on Modric. He's a Madrid player, he said, and he will remain so. That, though, was six days ago. Now, back on the transfer from Perez, couldn't tie up a deal for Rugani of Juventus, despite being in some form of contract and negotiation all the previous week. Part of the reason being that Madrid's valuation of him was said to be half of what Juventus's valuation was. Plus, there was interest from Manchester United and PSG for the player, who's made just 54 appearances for Juventus since signing from Empoli back in 2013-2014. As the week rolled on, so too did the escalating amount of public words offered by Courtois and his agent and Chelsea coach, Sari. First, Courtois. We already had his agent's views. Next was Courtois. It's a very sensitive issue, he said. I'm very nervous. The important thing is that I'm ready for the new season. Sari then weighed in with, I don't care what his agent says. I want to know what only he tells me. Whilst that was rambling on, Tony Kruz was voted the Footballer of the Year. Amazingly, the first time ever by Kicker magazine in Germany. He was second behind Philipp Lahm last year. Heinkes was Coach of the Year. At the start of the week, Mateo Kovacic had decided, he said, to take his future into his own hands. And he told Madrid he would not be training with the team until his future was clarified. His view remained at the time that he sees no future and wants to leave. Madrid had declared that they would not sell. He's had a face-to-face meeting, though, with Lopetegui, but they still refused to budge. Then, within 24 hours, Madrid part conceded, as they let it be known that Chelsea would take him on loan for the season. And 24 hours later, he was back training with Real Madrid before the deal with Chelsea was finally tied up. There have been more arrivals this week in Madrid. The former Barcelona man, Ida Johnson drops off his son, Adri, for the start of his career. He's just 16 years of age. More potential off-field anarchy was developing this week with Luka Modric as the days rolled on. For the first time, there was a feeling from within the club that the situation with Inter is being engineered with a little help from the player and his agent as well. With threats flying around about financial fair play, the club on Tuesday were anxiously awaiting Modric's return to clarify exactly what his position was going to be. And it was about this time that Inter's offer was made relatively public. Uh, Their offer was 10 million per season for four years two at Inter, two in China, a huge step up from the 6.5 million that he was on at Real Madrid. And it was up to Madrid to come out, they said, and match the offer from Inter. Now, the victory over Roma on field was uh, bringing pleasing headlines for Gareth Bale, who in the opening 15 minutes, it was said in the press, did enough for some of the hardened critics to soften their view on him as a potential successor for Ronaldo. On the pitch, she picked up the MVP, or man of the match, to us Europeans. His performance summed up as being plugged in, motivated, feeling important with two pieces of individual genius. Wednesday saw a few media columns being obviously briefed from within on the subject of Modric's future, and despite the club being angered that uh, Modric himself did nothing to stop the speculation about his future, he will be getting a salary increase, and the club and player were expected to meet on Thursday, they didn't, it's now expected to happen today on Friday. Coach Lopetegui isn't happy with the Kovacic situation and has admitted that an equivalent will have to be found, which means another look at milinkovic savic at Lazio, who has been punted around a few of Europe's top clubs all summer with no takers so far and with Mendes talking 100 million in terms of a transfer fee, it may well stay that way. The 23-year-old has made 94 appearances for Lazio over three years Had his best season last year with 12 goals in 35 from midfield. His contract runs until 2022. The other two contenders, Thiago Alcantara and Pjanic at Juventus. Thiago, remember, was Guardiola's very first signing at Bayern Munich. In the five seasons he's been there, he's played 96 games, scoring 12 goals. But injury has played a significant role, certainly in the early seasons there, as he only made 23 appearances in the first two seasons. Bayern as well have plenty of midfield options, so a £60 deal could very well be pushed through. Now, Paris Saint-Germain let Madrid know that Portuguese international Guedes is available. And also, after less than two full seasons at the club, so too is Julian Draxler, the soon-to-be 25-year-old German international who it's considered hasn't really fulfilled his potential since he arrived there. Same really can be said of Guedes, who made only one start and six substitute appearances before being loaned out to Valencia last season. And then finally on Wednesday came the news they'd all been hoping for as Madrid finally got their man with Thibaut Courtois signing with Kovacic going to Chelsea on loan for the season. And now the subject of conversation turns to what happens to Navas. He was asked about his immediate future to which he responded, ''Of course I stay. I have the same desire to leave as I have to die.'' And Lopetegui is convinced that he will be able to keep both happy. And let's not forget uh, they have Lunin's career to manage as well. It was time then for Perez to breathe a huge sigh of relief the end of a long and testing road as he welcomed what he said was one of the best, if not the best, goalkeepers in the world to Madrid. Now also gathering pace in terms of headlines are rumours that Marcelo may well be on his way to join Ronaldo in Turin and bringing into the public domain there was an old interview where he said I would like to play for Juventus before retiring. Remember of course that rumour did exist as well not that long ago that he was also a target for PSG. Now, we've not mentioned Neymar for a considerable period of weeks, certainly since he actually proclaimed that he was going to be staying at PSG for the coming season. Rivaldo, though, has been talking about Neymar and his future. Sooner or later, he said he will end up at Madrid. It seems crazy to me that he will stay another year in France. And coming into Friday, Luka Modric expected to meet Perez today, where he will officially ask to be allowed to leave to go to Inter. The only way to fend off the move they know will be to equal the salary and contract term, which may well be the big sticking point. Remember, it's ten million per season, they're offering over at Inter four years of the contract, albeit two in China, and it equates to a significantly higher salary and longer contract than he currently has with Real Madrid. Meanwhile, Lopetegui is remaining tight-lipped and diplomatic. I'll be happy, he said, if nobody arrives or nobody leaves. Bizarre sight of the day in the last 12 hours. Uh, Lopetegui taking training with five goalkeepers out on the pitch. Friday also had Juventus and Madrid going head-to-head for Milinkovic Savic of Lazio. The Serbian Zidane is expected to leave for the first club to offer The asking price, which is 100 million, and reports also suggesting again that Mauro Icardi is also in the sights of Real Madrid for the another 100 million. He finished, remember, his best ever campaign last season with 29 goals for Inter, which took him to 100 goals in 159 appearances since he first arrived from Sampdoria back in 2013. And those of you who remember watching him last season will actually uh, remember him scoring four goals in a 5-0 victory over Samp back in March. And once again, Thiago Alcantara and Valencia's Rodrigo Moreno find their names remaining firmly in the media glare as we roll into the weekend. And that is just about it then for the last week's roundup from Real Madrid. Hope you've enjoyed the programme. We'll be back again in a week's time with more. So wherever you're watching your football this weekend, have a great weekend. Remember, you can get in touch, if you so wish, on Twitter at Tim Cable or indeed on Facebook at Tim Cable. Until next week then, bye-bye for now.